0: Hey, hey, what's up? It's your girl, Chai, and you are tuned in to another episode of Chai Chat. I apologize for any background noise that may be, you know, kind of impeding your ability to really hear me clearly, but you guys know I'm a busy girl, so I'm either going to or coming from work. Um, so basically, this is what I want to talk about, okay? Okay. It's going to be random things because um, I think the last episode I did was like mid-May. So there's been a lot that's going on that I want to talk about, like celebrity news, personal observations, things like that. So forget me if it kind of seems like it's scrambled and all over the place, but you're going to feel me when I try to get my message across, okay? So I first want to just acknowledge the recent passing of DC Young Fly's partner and mother of his children. Um, her name was Jacqueline, I believe. I forgot her last name, but they called her Jackie O. And she was most known for her um, her being one of the Wild and Out girls on Wild and Out and also being partnered with DC Young Fly, them having their adorable babies want to say they had two daughters one boy together or uh yeah no they did they had two daughters because i was like wow it seemed like they copy and pasted the older daughter to the youngest daughter but they had recently had a baby boy and he's not even one yet so um this is actually pretty pretty devastating i'm not really i'm not familiar with the Jackie O at all and I barely barely keep up with DC Young Fly because I'm not really too much a Wild and Out fan I haven't been in like well over a decade so I but I hear him you know I I see news about him from time to time and it's usually pertaining to his children you know he I would see things like him just posted up with his daughter's on you know social media go viral for some message he was saying I don't know but he was just always kind of on the peripheral I know he started out as a viral comedian and so that's my way of knowing him is that he was able to segue that into a mainstream uh larger media platform career so you know it's just one of those things where The guys who were on YouTube, who were on Instagram in the early days, who were comedians and were able to have a a lucrative career out of it. Those are people that I kind of keep on my peripheral because, you know, I'm happy for them. But his partner recently passed away. People, It hasn't been released how she passed away. There's rumors that she suffered some complications from a cosmetic surgery. But she was only 32 and I'm 33 And you know what, I'm not gonna lie I've considered going under the knife For exactly a mommy makeover But, you know I feel like a lot of these days They're cutting corners Just a second, just a second I gotta go through the gate Good morning Good morning Welcome to The Great Place. Thank you. Dang, y'all already know I'm at The Great Place. If you know anything about the Army, you know what The Great Place is. But anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay, back to the sad news. Um, It's just devastating for multiple reasons. Uh, For one, she was a young mother. She has three babies, one of whom is not even one yet. So, you know, there's questions of if, you know, keeping her memory alive for her children, making sure that they know her, you know, just things like that. It's just so, it's so devastating. And then, um, like I said, she had a, a career. I, I mean, I don't know what she did outside of Wild and Out, but she had a, a, a presence on on television, and her partner, father of her children, you know, has been working with Wildin now for years and years, and I'm sure he has, you know, they had money, and so when you have, when you're famous, when you're rich, you have access to quality care. One would have one would assume that you would have access to credible doctors, quality care, uh post operative care, you know, things like that. So, if it's true that they're saying there was complications from her co- her cosmetic surgery, that's scary. Right? That's you know, that's a whole other level of scary. She was 32 um rich I assume, you know, just you would think that this wouldn't happen, but I also want to preface this by saying that I do think that you know surgery culture has downplayed the risk that all surgeries present, right? Because we have normalized people just going to under the knife multiple times for multiple things uh and sometimes they are rumored to have gone under the knife after major life events such as you know major major weight loss or you know childbirth that's a common one or um what was the other one or or i either heard of people who've had like some rumors of like prolonged health issues and stuff but you know I just that was my initial thought like wow she's rich she's famous how you know she should have the best quality care access to it how could this happen and then I thought well surgery is very dangerous it doesn't matter what you're getting it doesn't matter who you are It it poses dangers I don't know what her health was like obviously I I, like I said, I don't keep up with her. So, I don't know if she was healed enough for, for this. I don't know if she had underlying issues. Um, because even though 32 is young, we're still not exempt from, from things you wouldn't really think of. Such as, I remember I was like... I had high blood pressure for a while at 32. And that was because I was um preeclampsia when i had my child at 32 and it takes a while for your body to normalize from that it takes a while for you know your blood pressure to stabilize um and there's also you know just healing from childbirth i think that we also gotten away and i'm not saying this happened to her i'm just saying that You know, there's a lot of women who who opt to do mommy and me makeovers and such after giving birth. And sometimes a lot of people are like, yo, it's way too soon for you to be even on that type of wave, right? Because your body has underwent a major transformation in order to accommodate growing life. And so when you have been growing a completely separate human being from yourself using your body as the vessel? Oh yeah, <laughs> you're talking about hormones, um, increased blood volume, stress on your organs. Like, just because we have children, we get pregnant, we can hold children, that doesn't necessarily mean that our bodies are, you know, we, we birth them and then, oh, we're okay, you know. It doesn't mean that just because we're walking around and, and we're able to take care of the, the kids, the house, go to work, whatever. It doesn't mean that we're actually a-okay, 100% back because your body has just been under this tremendous stress, amount of stress to, to bring forth life. It's going to need a considerable amount of time to heal. And in our capitalistic culture, where we tell women you have, uh, you know, six weeks to three months to recover from a 10-month pregnancy on top of the birth, on top of fourth trimester, where your body has now realized, oh, we've given birth. It's time for us to kind of, you know, get used to just taking care of mommy instead of mommy and baby. But sometimes if you're breastfeeding, you know, that doesn't necessarily happen all the way either, right? So, oh, we still gotta take care of baby. It's just in a different capacity. So, you know, I just think that as tragic as this is, I just I really just want us all to just kind of have these conversations about the reality of things. Because I think that we have gotten to this point of you know, quick accessibility to A certain aesthetic, a certain lavish lifestyle or, you know, and I'm not saying she's guilty of this. I'm just saying we really have to talk about the realities of things. Like in my last episode, I spoke on the reality of, you know, pushing marriage on women. Like, and, and I understand that I probably received, you know, a little bit of backlash or, you know, a side eye, but, you know, we're just not, we're not having balanced conversations and it leads to, to consequences. And again, I don't want this to be construed as I'm blaming Jackie O for her passing. I am most certainly am not, um, again i have very very little details about you know her passing and you know women young people die sometimes you know i i will be the first to tell you my sister passed at 30 um and it's just one of those tragic tra- tragic things that makes anybody pause and, and and consider everything to think about everything right because it's not the natural order of things we're supposed to live to old age that's for Anybody, ladi dadi, anybody. So when a young person to me who has passed away before seventy, sometimes eighty, for me that's that's a cause for concern. That's a cause for me to, you know, assess what factors could have led to this. What does this mean for society at large? So you know that's where I'm coming from. And again, I just want us to have balanced conversations about the aspects of our lives pretty much and I know that cosmetic surgery has become way less taboo than you know earlier decades and so I do see an emergence of people speaking up about the dangers that they either faced doing cosmetic surgeries or had a, a brush of danger brush of death Undergoing, undergoing cosmetic surgeries. And so, and, and there hasn't been an effort to to put that out there, to put that balanced conversation out there. So, just Kay Michelle, you know, speaking about, you know, basement surgeries and, and you know, silicone injections and all types of stuff like that. And so, I, I just want us to continue this effort. Uh, from my understanding, Jackie Owen went to a credible, um, a credible plastic surgeon, but I've also heard that. This rumored surgeon that she went to had a lot of negative reviews, a lot of them about, you know, him kind of cutting corners and not um, ensuring that someone is a viable candidate for the type of surgeries he does or, you know, not giving proper post operative care or recommendations, you know, just things like that. I've heard that as well. So. I also want to say this. A lot of people say, you know, do your research on the doctors and stuff like that. And while that is true, understand that we're all not doctors, right? So we have very limited, very limited knowledge on what the hell we're even researching. Okay. And so that's another side of this as well. Yes, I've heard of, you know, pro surgery girls who really are knowledgeable, like surgeon May Curves. Uh, she's really knowledgeable about what to look for what to ask for what to research who's credible who's uh cutting corners the places to avoid the places to consider price points like she she really touches on a lot of these things and that's why I, I followed her because like I said I was really interested in um cosmetic surgery for myself because after I had my child I really struggled with stabilizing my um my body my weight and on top of you know aging you know being 33 I ain't ain't no young kitten anymore I'm a young I'm a young cat approaching cougar you feel me so you know there's just life changes such as that where you know you're gonna gain some weight and it's gonna be a little harder to get it off at a certain age and so I was considering it and so I really wanted to do my research um Surgery terrifies me. It does because I'm just one of those weirdos that be looking into all types of weird topics, especially when I have insomnia. And I remember coming across a topic where they said anesthesiologists, um, when it comes to anesthesia, sometimes it's a guessing game for them. Like no one really knows how it works. And sometimes people wake up in the middle of surgery. Uh, Sometimes people never wake up after going down you know what I'm saying so that's something that kind of scares me you feel me um and yeah and so you know when it comes to surgery I definitely don't approach it with uh, I'm going to the dentist and I'll be down for a few months like even the post-operative care was scary you know when I had my son I had a c-section and um I think With all women, they have to go through after giving birth, they have to, you know, obviously make sure that they're not clotting or anything like that. And if they pass a clot that was like as big as a tennis ball, I think, um, then you need to get to an emergency room ASAP. So, me being pre, having preeclampsia, I had to take my own blood pressure to make sure that I was okay. And I had passed a, a considerable large clot and I couldn't tell if it was a tennis ball size or a golf ball size I think it's golf ball don't don't quote me on this but yeah and so I called urgent care and I was just like I'm scared like I, I this large clot just came out of me and I'm fucking freaking out and they were just like okay everything's gonna be okay you're gonna have to measure and stuff I said measure it I already flushed it down the toilet like you know I was just freaking freaking out I was a single mom I had nobody to help me with my son so and and my closest relatives were in like Mississippi my mom's best friend is in Texas um she was in some part of Texas, but it would take like two hours to get there. I was so terrified that something would happen to me and my little newborn baby would be in the house all alone while I'm fucking dying on the floor, right? And then, you know, so I was fucking terrified. <laughs> and then um, I went to the emergency room because my son had developed thrush or something on his tongue something like that no I know what it was he was crying excessively and he would wake up crying and he would um, cry himself to sleep and he just seemed like he was in so much pain as so I remember rushing him to the emergency room and, and just telling him like something's wrong like he's in pain he's crying crying all the time And mind you, he was, like, just a couple of weeks old. And they, you know, assessed my son, and they told me that your son has gas. Like, I know you're a new mommy, you're newborn. And this was a man telling me, this, a male nurse. He was so nice because he he just got out of the newborn phase himself. And he was just telling me how, you know, they're going to (laughs) cry. And that's something oddly enough I did not know (laughs) that newborns would just cry 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 sometimes and you know gas they're unable to pass their own gas so that gas buildup—it it is painful right I mean hell we go through that as adults sometimes um so as he as he finished assessing and explaining to me what was going on with my son he looked at me and said you don't look well he said do you mind if I check your blood pressure and I was like okay (laughs) And he checked it, and my fucking blood pressure was through the fucking roof, bro. Like, scary, scary high. Like, you're probably about to stroke the fuck out right now. You know what I mean? And he was very, very, very alarmed. Um... And he had me sit there for a while to kind of just calm myself down because he was like, maybe she's just upset or something like that. But he actually really wanted to admit me, and I didn't want to be admitted because I said I have nobody to watch my son, um, and I, I just, I would rather just kind of like sit here and kind of you know wait so you could watch me, make sure I'm good or whatever. And so that was another side of that coin, mind you, I just like two weeks prior I want to say two or three weeks prior I had major surgery which was c-section and so I say all that to say you know even post-operative care is extremely extremely important in fact a lot of the women who undergo cosmetic surgery end up passing away during the post-operative care because um it's just it, 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 there's things that need to be monitored and if you don't have the help and competent help at that to monitor your vitals and things like that you could fucking die you could fucking have a, a blood clot go to your lungs or something you could stroke out like it's just so many factors and so i just want everyone to just like if you're considering getting the bbl or your tits done or something like that just also consider you know the possible risk Make sure you have like a medical advanced power of attorney. I think that's what that's called. And basically that means that if anyone, if anything was to happen to you, where you become incapacitated, uh, incapable of making decisions about yourself due to medical complications, that you have entrusted that decision to someone like a, a close family member, or you know, your spouse, or a friend, or anything, you have given them legal authority to act on in the best interest of you on your behalf, right? And so, that, that's something you need to consider, and you also need to consider possibly, you know, not possibly, you need to have a will, right? And we're going to do these elective surgeries and, and, and whatnot. We need to make sure we have medical advance, power of attorney, and a will so that. You know, because life and death is a natural order of things, right? Anything can happen. No one is exempt. We are not, no, not one of us is above succumbing to anything, right? Death is as natural and as expected as your next breath. And so you just have to keep that in mind and make sure that, you know, your loved ones are taken care of. Okay? On top of dealing with the tragedy of your passing, make sure that they don't also have to deal with the the stressors of your passing such as trying to come up with money to bury you or cremate you or move you from somewhere because some of them are dying overseas right so they have to also deal with that additional cost of getting them back to their home country and then you know they shouldn't have to worry about how they're going to pay your bills your outstanding bills because that doesn't go away, right? So, you know, these these are things that you we have to be practical about as well. So, um, I know I kind of gotten off on some, a crazy, crazy tangent. And, um, I'm sorry, I'm checking my text messages. Yeah, so I just really wanted us to, you know, kind of consider that. But... Rest in peace to Jackie O. I My heart just hurts so much for her children. It really, really does. I, I'm just... I'm, I'm still in disbelief now that I think about it. How do you tell your babies that mommy is not coming home? She's not coming home. Um, I'm in the military. I go to training sometimes. I have to be away from my toddler son and leave him in, a tr- in the care of my mother. And... Even just me hanging out with friends sometimes. My son freaks out. He has separation anxiety. Because of the nature of my job. Um, and he... It's it's really difficult on him. He's only two. And I assume that my absence is temporary. Right? I'm only going to be gone for a few hours. Or sometimes a few days. Or sometimes a couple of months. You know, depending on what the mission requires. And... I just can't imagine anyone telling my son, mommy isn't coming home. I, I just can't imagine it. Like, he literally cries for me. For He'll wake up crying for me. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, God, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine what DC Youngfly is going through. I just, oh, man. And it's just so terribly sad. Life is so unfair. It really is. God. so um, just send your prayers, send good vibes, good thoughts, healing, healing energy to her children, to DC fly, to her parents, to her siblings. you know just just send those vibes to them. Just kind of meditate a little bit on that and and send positive healing um, faith covered vibes. Because it, it it'll help, it'll help. Um, wow, I'm I'm just thinking on a few things, but um, I I think I'm gonna cut this episode off and just leave it here. Just leave it as this one topic, because I you know I didn't expect to cover it as extensively as I did. Um, but you know, guys, just be safe, be safe, stay prayed up. I can't tell you to pray to a Christian guy. I can't tell you to pray, pray to your Muslim guy. You know, we all come from all faiths, all walks of life. Uh, aside from Satanism and, and Antichrist crap, you know what I mean? I can't tell you your wrong or right way. Me, personally, I am a follower of Christ. I am of the Christian faith. Um, but also, practice hoodoo. You feel me? So, <laughs> um so people could take that any way they want. But what I'm trying to say is that whatever higher power you believe in, you practice, you follow, make sure that, you know, you stay in that faith and you walk in that faith no matter what, life or death, right? Just make sure you're spiritually taking care of yourselves. You're, you're physically taking care of yourself. You're legally taking care of yourself. And, um, and just, just keep the faith guys. Keep positive. And help others when you can. And, and with that, I'll leave it at that. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Chai Chat, and um, I'll chat with y'all later.